Hi, everybody. I am Kathy Goodall, and welcome to another episode of Your Simple Steps. So last week, I talked about my transition into being obedient. Um, today, I'm going to talk about the fruit of my obedience. So I told you that my house went into foreclosure, my car got repossessed. Um, <clears throat> I just felt like everything was crumbling around me. And I made the decision to be obedient to God. So that following Friday, um, so remember, I got the, the foreclosure notice the Friday before. The Tuesday um, after that, my car got repossessed. <clears throat> the following Friday now, um, I got a call from a stranger in Jamaica. He was a head of marketing for a big multinational beverage company in Jamaica. And he said that he was looking for a brand manager. Um, and several people had recommended me to him. Now, I think y'all need to understand the context. I had not lived in Jamaica for over 12 years. I had never worked in um, corporate Jamaica before. Um, and I didn't know anything about being a brand manager. Anyway, he said, is it something that I'd be open to? Now, remember at this point, I feel like I'm at rock bottom. I don't have a job. I, um, you know, everything is falling apart and I'm just like, I just need to get out of this space. So I said, okay, I'll apply for the job. So I did the interview, the first interview over the phone. I got a call back for a second interview. Um, <laughs> one day, um, I got a call on a Friday evening and the, the, from the same company and they said, can you start on Monday? Now, again, remember, I had not lived in Jamaica for 12 years. I had had nothing in Jamaica. I didn't have anywhere to live. I didn't have a car to drive. Um, I was working in marketing, so, you know, it would be a lot of up and down on the road. Anyway, I took a leap of faith and the money that they were paying me, by the way, I had not made that Um even when I was working and going to school. But anyway, it was an opportunity that God had presented me. And I said, let me just take it because I know that you're going to be in control. So I took the job. I was talking to my best friend's sister one day and she was saying to me that um, her other sister was looking for a house and that they had looked in um, Davy at a townhouse. Now the only townhouse complex in Davy at that time was the one that I had housing. And she said that they were struggling going back and forth with the bank because they, they didn't approve a short sale value. Now, I had already started the process with the bank and I had gotten a pre-approval a pre for the short sale value. And at that time, um, the president, President Obama, had done a waiver of short sales, so it wouldn't affect your credit. So I said to her, oh, that's where my house is. Um, and so they said, let me go and look at it. Short version of the story is they ended up buying the house, so the house didn't go into foreclosure. Now, I might cry when I tell you this story. So I had bought a Corolla. Toyota Corolla was the first car that I've ever bought for myself. And <clears throat> I got another job. This is a previous story. Um, I was working with a basketball player, and I had gotten a Nissan Murano. So I had the Murano and I had this, this Corolla. And at that time, my brother was driving a, an Acura, which was from like 1920. Um, the roof was leaking. The side mirrors were falling apart. It had duct tape all over it. And so I said, I'm going to give my brother the Corolla. Now, bear in mind, the Corolla was brand new and I had it for maybe a year and a half. My parents took my brother to Honda and traded in my Corolla for a brand new Accord. And I was there. I was there for all of it. 
Um, but you know, when it take a while for something to sit in and I was just like, but wait, I bought that Corolla with my money and them just take it and trade it in and get a whole new car. Like, how does that work? So I was carrying belly over this car for like a while. And um, which meant I, which means, sorry, that I was very upset about it because I was like, I work hard to pay for this car and you just take it and trade it in without, you know, like any consideration of that. Anyway, um, my car got repossessed. I told my brother that same car, Honda Accord that I was upset about. My, my, my brother drove from Colorado to Florida to give me that car. Anyway, um, the same Friday that I got the news about the job, we also got a call that my brother's friends had gotten into a car accident and his best friend died. And so we jumped on a plane, he and I, and went to Jamaica the next day. Um, bearing in mind that I was supposed to start a new job the following Monday. So two things happened. Um, well, a few things happened. My house did not go into foreclosure. It sold. Yes, my car was repossessed, but I got another car because my brother brought the car for me. I was able to be in Jamaica. Sorry, guys. I was able to be in Jamaica during that very difficult time for my brother. And I had also experienced the same thing a few years before where my best friend got killed. Um, and I was also there to start work on the Monday. Now, um, my best friend that got killed, his mother hated when I came to Jamaica to visit. And every time I thought I brought up moving back to Jamaica, she would dismiss it. So when I got this offer to work at this company, I called her and I said to her, mom, um, I got this offer. And you know what's funny? She said to me, take it. And she said, I will give you a car to drive. So for the three months that I was there, well, three months turned into five months and I had a car to drive. So after five months, I got, my contract was up and I got a permanent offer from them, but it was that they I couldn't afford to live in Jamaica at the salary that they were offering me. Before I left the company, I got five job offers, all of them executive level. I did not apply for one job. So I ended up going to work with um, my best friend's husband's company to help him to restructure his commercial division. And I now decided I had to find an apartment and I had to buy a car. I was looking for a car and my uncle said to me, why don't you try calling your other uncle who was the head of sales for a new car dealership? And I was like, I can't afford a new car. Anyway, I called him and he said, I have a car for you. I went down there, went to the showroom and I saw a blue Suzuki Swift. Now, if you know me, you know that every car that I've ever bought is a blue car. I love blue. It's my favorite color. Walked into the showroom, saw the Swift. It was on sale for maybe 2.7 million and I got it for $2 million at the time. And um, the company that I was going to pay the deposit on the insurance for me. 
So I now had a car, an apartment. Now I'm looking for an apartment and somebody from church called me to say, um, they heard I was looking for an apartment. Now this is a new church that I just started. Bless Go For God Family Church. And a young lady that I had known from high school, but we weren't really friends, called to say, I heard you were looking for a house. Um, my, somebody else that went to church, who is now my very good friend, her mom was a realtor. Is it okay for her to recommend me to her? So I said, okay, fine. Now, at this point, guys, I already knew that I could not afford very much. So to bother a realtor was not something I wanted to do. And then I was like, but you can't say no, right? Because it's somebody from church. You're going to see them all the time. So just be nice. The lady called me within five minutes and she said, oh, I have a perfect place for you. It rents for like $1,200 a month. This is US dollars we're talking now, um, but I can get it to you for 800. And I'm like, lady, I can't even afford 500. You're talking to me about, I can get it for 800. Anyway, um, I go because I'm being polite and I'm going to meet this lady now. So she says to me, meet her at the foot of the hill. So I met her at Be the foot of Beverly Hills and I'm sitting down waiting on her. Now, I hate being late. And especially if you set a time to meet me, it annoys me even more if you are late. So I'm sitting there and I'm annoyed and she finally gets there and I'm driving up this hill, driving up this hill, driving up this hill. No, in Jamaica, I've always lived on the flat. So I'm not used to living in on a hill. So I'm going up this hill and I'm driving into what I think is bush. And I'm like, where's this lady taking me? I am not, I'm not living here. So we get to this apartment building. And we get out the car and I heard her say, good afternoon, Mr. Blake. I look up on the balcony and it is my Uncle Donald, my father's best man from his wedding. And the first thing he says to me is, Catherine Goodall, I cannot believe you've been in Jamaica and you have not come to see me. Why is it that my Uncle Donald owns the building that this lady had brought me to? So I go upstairs and I'm looking at this apartment. It's a fully furnished two-bedroom apartment that I already know I cannot afford. And he looks at me and he says to me, I just need to know that you like it. That night, I get a phone call. Sorry, the next day, I get a phone call from my mother in Florida to say, why didn't you tell me that you went to look at Uncle Donald's apartment? I said, why didn't you tell me Uncle Donald owned an apartment building? <laughs> So she said, he just wants to know if you want it. And I said, I would love it, but I can't afford it. And I'm I'm not one to ball down, to, to cry down people's prices or to negotiate because that's just not who I am, right? I believe in giving people value for what, they're, what they are offering me. And he called me after that and he said to me, I am going to rent you this apartment for 60,000 Jamaican dollars. It is fully furnished, not even a knife and fork did I have to bring in here. I don't know. I, I Thinking back to just how good God is and how he has shown up in my life, like when I give him the opportunity to take control, is amazing to me. And so I got this apartment. <laughs> Um, guys, the point to all of this is when I decided to be obedient and to listen to where God is leading me and to do the things that he has told me to do, 
it has opened so many doors and so many opportunities to me. And so many people have shown up in my life that I know he has placed in my life. And so if nothing else, I want you to take away from today that developing a relationship with him, a personal relationship where he where he gets to impact your life in a meaningful way, you give him the opportunity to show up for you, I promise you that he will exceed your expectations all the time.